What's up, everybody, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Frey Review Podcast. And in this episode, I'll be talking about a horror movie called The Black Phone. But first of all, I'd like to apologize to my friends and fans for taking so long to shoot another episode. I'd like to say I'm sorry. Um, I've been busy with work. I've been busy with education. But hey finally got a chance to shoot another episode and i'll be talking about my recent movie which i quite enjoyed called the black phone now talking about the black phone which is a newly released blockbuster from one of the most recognized movie production studios in the house called bloom house if you don't know the production Bloomhouse, well, it's going to blow your mind because it's famous for re- Now, talking about The Black Phone, which is a newly released blockbuster from one of the most recognized movie production studios in the world. It's called The Bloomhouse. If you don't know the Bloomhouse production, well, it's going to blow your mind because it's famous for releasing movies like The Split Movies, The Purge Movies, the Insidious movies, the Paranormal Activity movies, Hush, Get Out, and the recent one I'm going to talk about, The Black Fall. Now you understand how much of gems has Bloomhouse has ever produced for us over the years, right? Bloomhouse Productions is an American film, and it was founded in 2000 by Jason Blum and Amy Israel. And Jason Blum produces most of his movies, eh? I've seen... The movie credits is he's always producing his films but why not right <laughs> so um this this production uh, is is known mainly for producing horror films which i just uh, uh mentioned uh, a moment ago now the black phone is a horror movie that was released on the 24th of June of this year, 2022, starring Ethan Hawke, Mason Thames, Madeline McGraw, Brady Hapnell, Scott Derrickson, and James Ransone. Is a movie about a Finny Shaw who's a shy but clever 13-year-old boy who's being held in a soundproof basement by a sadistic mass killer. When this connected phone on the wall starts to ring, he soon discovers that he can hear the voices of the murderous previous victims, and they are dead on. I mean, sorry, and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to Finny. Mm. Now, this movie I've been anticipating on watching it since January when Scream Five was playing at the cinemas. How I saw it was because, you know, before you watch a movie, they show the pre-trailers. And it happened that the black phone came on as a pre-trailer. When I saw the trailer, I was way out of my head. I just, I wanted to watch it instantly. But, unfortunately, I had to wait from March, April, May, June, July. Or, I, I, like, I stood for four months, yeah. I had to wait for four months 
But I got disappointed because on the day of its release, the 24th of June, unfortunately, I didn't get to see it for like three weeks after the cinematic release at the theater, uh, the, the movie theaters. So I was quite disappointed with our South African cinemas who didn't you know even market the movie or showcase the movie because they didn't even release it so i was really disappointed with them because it was the kinoko who uh advertised this movie and i was really shocked that they didn't like release it at the cinemas i even checked at the at the new metro cinema they didn't really market it you know because normally they show it before uh its release as a coming soon and um i didn't get to see that so i was sure that you know maybe they're just trying to surprise people i mean <laughs> you know I, i was just really not thinking there so i got to see it three weeks lot three weeks um uh, later Now, talking about the movie, this movie said in the year 1978 whereby social media wasn't a thing as yet. So there's a child abductor nicknamed the Grabber Room in the streets of the suburb of Denver. It's not long until they showed him in the movie whereby he kidnaps a boy from school named Bruce. Now, the Grabber played by Ethan Hawke is a very scary looking character who has a terrifying mask to feel sinister, I guess. So the whole town can only be careful but they have no idea what he looks like without the mask. But the only person with an idea of what he looks like is a young girl named Blake with psychic dreams which she inherited from her late mother. Now I got to say Blake and the Grabber were my two favorite characters in the movie and you'll understand why as I continue further. Blake has a brother Finney who they both live in the same house with their abusive alcoholic father. What a terrible dude man. Now, Finny Finny is frequently bullied and harassed by by schoolmates. But it's her younger sister Blake who seems to have more courage against those who hurt her. We later see in the movie where she fights off her brother's bullies, and it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I was cheering for them when Blake appeared and threw stones at the bullies while her brother was pinned on the ground by the bullies. That scene for me was emotional as it shows the bond of two siblings who are frequently abused by their father. Now, talking about Blake's dreams, right? She managed to describe the grabber on the mask he wears, a truck he drives, and the balloons he carries to what I think is his weapons to lure kids into the van. Which is super cool, which is a super cool power because remember there's no social media in those times and people in the town can only use flyers to try and get people to be vigilant of the the missing victims and uh you know the description of of um, this kidnapper. But with the visions nobody seems to believe her as the cops uh, paid a visit to our school to question her on these claims that she saw the grab in the dreams as the cops found exactly 
the same balloons that she described she saw in her dreams. That's when cops started to speculate that she might have information with these kidnappings, which is true, but they think she's maybe part of a cult or anything like that, you know, judging with her accuracy. Um, you know, it, 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 it applies to anything actually like an idea or a thought, like people judge you and they can be pretty hard to deal with when you have an idea you know until her brother gets kidnapped and uh, she started having more visions on how to find him you know uh, this happened to her brother you know which she didn't see coming so she blames herself that she could have seen it but why does it happen to her However, I would like to point out that by the end of the film, you realize that it didn't actually do much in its surprisingly short runtime, um, an hour and a half. Minus insignificant spoilers are that Hawks Grabber has all the makings of a truly sinister, psychological, manipulative, and intimidating clever villain, yet he isn't explored at all. What you see in the trailers is almost everything you ever get to see of him in the full movie. Simply put, but a lack of villain also means a lack of tension, right? So, the film had a few to no suspenseful moments and it's likely due to this. Um, it's likely due to the severe underutilization of Hawk's character. However, this is the best horror movie in the present day. Um, I think it's absolutely fantastic. The music was great and the suspense. Um, the suspense there is countless. Um, has countless moments where you'll be, you know, writhing with anxiety from the suspense. Um, not as much gore as I was expecting from what I've seen in the past, which actually did this movie a favor. Um, well, the black phone relied on what underlying fear of being kidnapped and what happens to those that are. Um, this was honestly a movie to write home about. You will be sitting in your seat, biting your nails, just waiting for what's going to happen. And the ending and how how it ties into the whole building up throughout the movie won't spoil anything. But Vinny has to do certain things and every, everything um, 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 he does ties into the ending. And it truly was a, a masterpiece. Um, we'll definitely be watching this movie again. Um, I'm giving it a thousand over ten. <laughs> I'm giving it a thousand over ten because um, uh, it did not give away my anticipate my anticipation. I, I didn't regret watching the movie um, outside of uh, the build up or much of uh, Hawk's uh, background. Otherwise, I enjoyed everything about it.
Um, also, I, I, I like the meaningful, uh, purposeful and touching um, uh, moments in the movie. Um, it isn't filled with cheap or forced jump scares. Uh, this is a movie that will give you empathy and sympathy for these characters. I think I've spoken about it earlier in this recording. Um, you can just feel the boy's pain after he's abducted and also his sister's pain of losing him. Um, his, his sister even goes to measure and prays to Jesus. Uh, well, as a Christian, I, I found it very heartwarming how um, Jesus gave his, his uh, gave the sister the the gift of dreams and visions for revealing answers. Even and even though she had doubts and even made fun of Jesus, but not in like um, uh, you know clowning Jesus or whatever. It's just like, oh, you managed to give me this, but you can't help me find my brother. You know, it's more of that kind of mocking because she was really desperate to find her brother. You know. But Jesus still revealed answers to her. The last one was huge. You know, God's timing is perfect. I believe a lot of nice and kind people can relate to the boy. People always took advantage of him and saw him as weak and soft because he never stood up for himself. But that doesn't mean he wasn't strong. I mean, he probably only cursed once in the movie when everyone else cursed a couple of times, especially the sister, <laughs> who's very brave, uh, you know. But he had a brave and, and strong heart in the end uh, because he never gave up and endured every pain. Uh, every pain, I mean. Uh, the main antagonist uh, was truly creepy and eerie. You can just feel his evil desires and presence whenever he's on the screen. Um, there are a few jump scares that might get you, but it's more of a story that leaves you wondering what's going on, uh, what's going to happen next. You know, also, um, the reason why I gave it a thousand over ten is because it isn't predictable. Like I said, it didn't give away my anticipation. You know, I I wasn't disappointed. But um, all in all, this movie is a blessing in disguise. Uh, Minus the gore and evilness because of how personal it is and, and the qualities used like love, care, forgiveness, redemption bravery trust faith belief hope and more you know but anyway guys you gotta watch this please go and watch this movie if you can um you're gonna enjoy it you know uh horror fans you can watch it alone you can watch it with your family you can watch it with friends you can watch it with anyone you know it's it's truly um a movie to watch I, i think it'd be awesome if you watch with someone you know um, but, you know, anyway, we all have our pre- preferences, but, um, you know, it's really amazing. So go and check it out. And, um, and yeah, guys, uh, thank you for listening and taking your time to get to the end of the, uh, the episode. But, um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for waiting so long for this fifth episode. Um, I truly I'm grateful for all the listeners. I mean, like, I've been really busy, but, you know, I finally managed to just speak about this movie. I enjoyed so very much. But then, Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse is amazing. I just love the horror movies. And uh, I can't wait to see more. 
and um, often I don't know if you guys have watched often uh, the prequel the prequel is coming out later this year and I can't wait to just watch it and hopefully make an episode about it um, I don't think it's from Bloomhouse but I'll do more research on it but uh, anyway thank you guys and uh, God bless